Greetings, boils and ghouls. Welcome to Lovecraft Singles, the Crypt Creeper spinoff podcast for all things weird fiction, directly or indirectly linked to a dude whose name we are, at this point, just using for clout, Howard Phillips Lovecraft. I am joined, as always, by the most rascally little fox spirit in all the kingdom, Mary Johnston. Hmm. So, did you, like me, watch this and be like, oh, some Korean food would really punish? Because that, that, that was one of my big takeaways. Yeah, I haven't had Korean yeah. food in a minute. Oh, why not? Well, not since, like, lockdown. I don't Dude, know. You're not just... Just not hitting it up. Just getting. getting I could get carry out. I don't know. You know, you kind of like get into little routines and ruts. Mm-hmm. I should. I should shake it up. But I did see. I did see something on the news, and by that I mean Twitter the other day. Mm-hmm. That sure, was yeah. like right. that pointed news out for like Zoomers like us when you're right. when you're when you're when you're 19 and when 17 like when we you're are. Su- when you're super super young and you're like ding dong TikTok calling. That's my watch. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> TikTok. I only know what time it is because of the TikToks I watch. Tick TikTok, time for me to dickery dock. Um, <laughs> so, I, but I saw this tweet that was like, you know, vinegar coleslaw is just yeehaw kimchi, and I was like, that's so true. <laughs> I, I and gonna, I love I, both of those things. What? I love yeehaw vinegar coleslaw and kimchi. and kimchi. That's true. I like I like kimchi, and I like I I love vinegar coleslaw. Like as far as I'm concerned, mayonnaise coleslaw can just take a hike just yep it could it could completely disappear off the face of the earth and it'd be fine it basically as far as i'm concerned is limited to mediocre seafood restaurants where you probably shouldn't be eating the coleslaw anyway so tonight it's lovecraft country episode six the curse where did it go we're halfway through yeah also the curse where did it go it's actually a good episode this is the first good even numbered episode and there was not a single damn force field to be seen which means that yes right we have established that even if there are not reverse star trek movie rules here at least we know force field bad no force field good yeah yeah i mean i i I think just like the fact that we were thousands upon thousands of miles away from any braithwites meant that things were better right narratively if not uh for the characters and the story yeah uh, well, of course. I mean, it, it, we are. It is a story about war, so right. What? Pa- what even is, more in the past? Yeah. What is this episode pastiching? So I don't. <clears throat> I don't really think that I know enough about um, Korean horror films, despite enjoying the work of um, uh, Bong Joon Ho, and I liked uh, Train to Busan, and I liked. Uh, I kind of liked what is it? The Tale of Two Sisters. I oh yeah, I, I thought like, it was like, it, it seems kind of facile. Yeah, it seems kind of facile and kind of kind of BS to be like, no, this is like Asian horror. Um, but I, I mean, like, I mean, really, honestly, this this is this is a little bit the Universal monsters, the like, you know, mm-hmm. Frankenstein. He looks horrible, but inside I, there is humanity. I, I or, picked you up know. a Frankenstein vibe for sure, and a little bit. Yeah. There's a there's a little bit of vampires in here as well. Right, right, but it, it it's that it's that the monster. But is he a sensitive? Is is he just a sensitive little guy inside? There's some of that. I think this is kind of a fairy tale. Um, this is also like a gritty meditation on war. <laughs> I I identified this as like as like war pulp. 
as like yeah, you've got like yeah. kind of a romance and I mean like it's it's yeah, yeah. definitely grittier than I think we're typically like it's it's not as like wrapped in the flag as I think we're used to seeing but that's that's what I thought it was I thought it was a yeah. it was a war picture. Yeah. No, no, this is this. I, I was laughing only because I was like, oh man, if this was a real war comic, though, it would be like one of those, like, my little mama son, and like all about, like, like some big yeah. soldier, and like, you would not, it would, <laughs> it, it, very on brand, deeply racist. Yeah. Yeah. Which maybe makes it, okay. So the, the question we always ask is, how Lovecraftian is this? Simultaneously, not at all, but I also think there are elements of this he would have loved. He'd been like, yes, yep, no, yep, that's would, exactly I, how all foreigners are. No, no, I would go so far. I think this is almost anti-Lovecraft in that this defends the humanity or, mm-hmm. like, the potential for humanity of monsters. Like, this is kind of like, you know, like, what if the Deep Ones did love their kids in Innsmouth? Um, there or just is like, a, what if the what if the Deep Ones... What if the Deep Ones were the main character? Like, yeah, let's yeah, right, see it yeah. from their perspective. Whether they be good or bad, doing bad <laughs> things or good things, like, let's let's center the story on them, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cthulhu, you having a bad dream, buddy? <laughs> do you want to get out of bed? No? That's okay. It's a close-up it's okay. close on Cthulhu's eyes, and he opens them up, and he's like, oh, another damn day. <laughs> I hate Mondays. Yeah. It's Cthulhu and, gr- grouchily slouching around his kitchen making himself a, a mug of coffee. Yeah. There's uh there's a there's a book that I want to read that I haven't read yet called Wintertide by uh Ruth- Ruthanna um Emrys, mm-hmm. which is another which is about a, de- a deconstruction of Lovecraft that apparently is about like like the idea is like after the feds sweep into Innsmouth they round up all the all the like deep one kid or all the you know uh the, the deeplings? Half deep one, half human, all the people with the ends with look, and, like, ship them off to an internment camp in, like, Arizona or something. And the last two survivors are this, this, this woman and her, this woman and a boy, this woman and her brother. And then, I think this takes place, I don't, I don't know, like, after World War II or something, but they basically, like, basically convince them to help the federal government against the commie threat that is trying to weaponize myth, mythos things. And so they all have, so they have to go from this internment camp back to you know, Arkham and back to Massachusetts to try and like put together a an unlikely but loyal team of misfits. Um, but also it's about like trauma and being othered and like all that kind of stuff. So it, it is it is it is on the one hand kind of like a cool comic book sounding kind of thing, but also is a deconstruction of Lovecraft, but also is very Lovecraft. So I am tentatively pretty uh pretty jazzed about this it's gotten good reviews and everything but i haven't read it yet but i kind of thought about that where i'm like yeah this is this is something where you center the monster and are like are they monsters of course not yeah that sort of thing definitely in that way i guess i was saying that um there are elements of this which if you purposely misconstrued them or were just like a racist you were like no 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 for sure that's yep foreign people dangerous like you would love that but i would say that this this is this, this episode Almost, would you say, I think it's fair to say maybe more so than the others are certainly, certainly on its own, very good at this. Very good at sort of presenting a whole bunch of very complicated and like lore exposition kind of heavy information in a way that unfolds very pleasingly. Yeah, uh, this like, is one of the, this is one of the best like stories because it doesn't feel, I think that my issue with uh, the other evens 
um, in the series is that the moments where it's exposition and then the moments where it's action or where it's like like at least like active, you know, mm-hmm. are very stark. And I kind of get bored during some of the exposition parts and then the the action parts feel out of place. Like they're just like not paced well. This is paced very well such that the story unfolds. You you can they communicate enough with you so that nothing is um, nothing is jarring about it. But you're still surprised and pleased with the direction it takes. Like it's just it's just was well done. Yeah. Yeah, the you know, and uh, yeah, we and we kind of dig into that, but just even just also, early. Oh, go ahead. I also wonder if because like okay, so there is a of course a difference. This is a this is a Nate, I believe, native English speakers writing a story in Korean, and knowing that it's going to have to be told mostly to English speaking um, or at least not Korean speaking audiences, um, and they're going to be dependent on subtitles. Which mm-hmm. you don't have as much with movies that are actually made for people who speak the language, right? Like, sure. like yeah, Parasite yeah, yes, yes. was not written so that it could be consumed by subtitle readers, you know? Yeah, sure. It, it was 100%. written yeah. and they made it work and it's great. It's a yeah. fabulous movie. But um, so I wonder if also that sort of constraint and their knowledge that like the dialogue had to be like snappy and sparse enough so that sure. it would tell the whole story – in subtitles, I wonder if that helped them a bit. Mm-hmm. This this suddenly makes me want feel like you need to you need to get some find some, some uh, critics who speak Korean and be like, how good? Like, if you turn the if you if you don't look at the subtitles, how good is the dialogue? Yeah, that's is a good, it, that's is, a great point. Is it really good? I mean, and that's and um, not. or is it? I, at the very least, I'm curious, is it like because we know, I mean, like the 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 old and probably problematic jokes about like kung fu movies where like the guy is talking for like 15 minutes and he's like, I know. And then that's it. And then it moves on. Right. Um, I wonder if it at least acknowledges and all translations are like that. You know, there are mm-hmm. things that are just kind of like lost. And if you're a masterful yeah, yeah, translator, sure. you mm-hmm. you make up for it in other ways or you kind of spin the story. Um, so that eventually you get to the right point. But mm-hmm. uh, I wonder if the dialogue at least is a little bit richer than the subtitles would lead you to believe. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Is there is there stuff that is there stuff to notice or stuff that is lost? Or is it kind of weird? Um, right. Or does know, it like, seem like, very the, plain, like the dialogue? Or, or in, right. In the same way that in the same way that sometimes when stuff is translated, you're like, nobody. I mean, I understand what they mean, but nobody would nobody would say that that way. But I don't right. know. I don't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't dig into it. I don't really. I, Perhaps shamefully, I didn't even dig into the actors, um, so I don't know. I had what's some there. difficulty finding. I was looking for. Um, I was looking for the Korean perspective on this story, uh-huh. um, even for like Korean Americans. You know, whatever. Sure. Um, but but basically, and and I couldn't. I came up like surprisingly short in that mm-hmm. a lot of people are like well i don't like at some point of every review i read it was like well i don't know that much about korean folklore <laughs> and you're like oh, okay <laughs> all right now when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to the shamanistic traditions of the korean peninsula i am i am in fully in the weeds <laughs> like, i yeah. would be easily c tier at best yeah, but uh, not to say that the, that if you were a Korean American, you'd be like, oh yeah, totally, I know all that <laughs> stuff. But it was pretty obvious to me that most of the reviews I was reading were written by people who sure. were not Korean. 
Well, and again, this 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 is this is as whether we like, I mean, whether we like it or not, this is a piece of American media made for an American audience, and yeah. you know, the uh, I just it. This is one of those things where um, you don't want to, not not you don't want to. It's hard when you read about things like um, uh, Korean horror or Korean film or something, and they're like, yeah, it's kind of like Japanese horror, and then you're like, oh, even in this episode, they kind of explain why that might not be the best. Mm-hmm. The best comparison to, yeah, you know, <laughs> right to, to to roll out here, um, but this did this did a little bit like remind me of things like um the host, just in that it's a very tight, um well told stylish story, and there are multiple levels going on, and oftentimes uh, with these movies that 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 I have seen, which again is very mostly limited to one particular director. But there's kind of a thing where like there's they're, they're kind of funnier than you would expect, or the 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 genre isn't maybe quite as like hard and nailed down as it would be. Um, isn't, watching the ho- a, isn't the host Korean? Yeah, it is. It oh, is. Okay, but it's okay. all, but it's the same. It's it's the same. Um, yeah, it's the same guy who did. It's Bong Joon Ho who did. Uh, yeah, he did, uh, yeah, who did Parasite. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, like, this might be kind of, you know, I, one wonders, this would, is this the, would this be the equivalent of, of Korean people talking about something being like, I mean, you know how, like, all American movies are Quentin Tarantino films? Because <laughs> he's the director right. I've seen. I don't want to. I just also, to say that, it, it also reminded me of The Host, where it's sort of like, it's like a familial drama with this incredibly larger than life backdrop. In The Host, right, it is right. um, a monster attacking a city. And in this, it is war. Like, right. But but then also just how layered the story is, how there are – I think that this is – like for the amount of time that you spend with with the characters and everything, this packs the most layered and nuanced punch of anything we've seen in the show so far, I think. Yeah, um, it, it kind of lays your – or at least our frustrations with like Montrose and, and even more so Atticus where we're like, who is this guy? Sort of bare mm-hmm. because you're like, oh, I know exactly who these people are. And I've been mm-hmm. with them for, you know, six times less. You know, like I've been with them for yeah. an hour versus six. So yeah, yeah. So you, let's let's dig into some of these themes. I think that um, obviously familial violence and sexual assault, are, I would say, are pretty clear mm-hmm. dominant themes in the episode. Um, and I think that we could talk. We can, and I think that we can understand them on a like personal. And maybe even national level, um, I think that they, uh, I don't really know if it's explicit, but I think they make it pretty clear that, like, like that, that war, or like, like imperialistic war is basically rape on a national level, maybe? Yeah, yeah like I, think, the, I, I think that the, the central theme, if it could be, if it could be distilled into two words, is familial um, violation. Like, yeah, yes. And definitely the country as like the country as like kind of like the motherland, right, is being violated by these people, by by their the people who are occupying it for sure. Right. You have, and, and, and you have those those beats that connect those things together. And I think the Korean War gets uh, is, is definitely sort of a forgotten war in American history. If I can just exposition dump on you here. A Please bit. do. I don't actually know that much about the Korean War. So. So the Korean Peninsula was occupied by the Imperial Japanese and all kinds of brutal and terrible things happened there. You know, rape, pillage. Mm-hmm. They tried to eradicate the culture, you know, that all, all the bad stuff that all the bad stuff that the bad guys in World War II did 
happened, uh, you know, was inflicted on the Korean people. Then the the Americans come in, they liberate, they occupy. Then the north, then then the northern part of Korea starts to kind of build up, kind of a uh, there 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 is there there the Reds are coming, and the South was run um, by anti-communists who. Uh, surprise in the Cold War era, and this is the very opening salvo in the Cold War a little bit, um, all those guys are crooks and not really committed to freedom and democracy. They just want to stay in charge. So the Korean War was then was then fought by the UN forces, who were mostly just the Americans, um, headed up by the most unhinged egomaniac of World War II. I think it's safe to say that's Douglas MacArthur, who in the middle of the war was basically relieved of command for fighting with the president about things like nuclear weapons and what was supposed to happen in the war. There are all these bleak plans where they're, they consider because we had just, you know, dropped nuclear bombs and nobody else had nuclear bombs at this point. There was serious consideration for using nuclear weapons, both tactically and strategically. There was a plan. There are plans to just hem in North Korea with fallout nuclear waste. Like we're just going to plant a bunch of nuclear mines and like blow up stuff on the border and just be like, hey, there you go. Everything's ruined. Um, in the Korean War, there were three million war fatalities on both sides. More civil, there is a larger proportion of civilian deaths in the Korean War than in World War II or Vietnam. Basically, all of the major North, all of the major North and South Korean cities were destroyed. Mat, large massacres were carried out on both sides. There were a bunch of anti-communist like mass killings in the South. Um, the North, the North Koreans did things where they'd put people in prison camps and then, you know, like not feed them. Mm. Um, the North, the, the Northern part of Korea was basically bombed flat. Like the U.S. Air Force basically destroyed all permanent structures up there that they, you know, the North Koreans were like running this war kind of, kind of like, kind of like Vietnam, really like out of dugouts and trenches and stuff. Um, this is a war that we still do not have a peace treaty for. There was an armistice sign. North Korea is still, we, we are just on pause as far as we, as far as Amer the United States and North Korea are concerned. Um, the, uh, at a later point, and this doesn't really come in here, but we also, we also started fighting with, with, with China. Communist China got involved. Um, and uh, anyway, this ushered in autocratic rule in South Korea. South Korea was run by dictators and military like, uh, like juntas until 1987. Which is kind of nuts to think about because we think of South Korea as like the land of like internet cafes and StarCraft players and K-pop. You know, it's like it's like Japan but cooler. Um, but they were they 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 were run by autocrats until 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 my, until a time after you know when I was alive. Um, North Korea, of course, is not was um, did okay and then stagnated in the 80s and then with the fall of the Soviet Union their economy completely collapsed and now they're like everybody's favorite weird bleak joke um, you know dictatorship country where I think there's a cottage industry in the United States where we all like to believe hilarious weird lies about I mean like how many times have they told you um, how, how many times has it been like you know their, their, their leader is dead and he was replaced by a body double and he has a thousand hookers. Like, you know, stuff where you're like, eh, it's probably not like, mm -hmm. you really believe that? You know? Yeah. Um, and, 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 and that, that's, that's, that's this war. And it's a war that we don't even really think about. You know what I mean? This is this, 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 this was horrible. Horrible things happened to people on both sides. Um, it was, it, it is still an unresolved conflict. 
Um, there is a lot of evidence that the South Koreans... Uh, oh, and also, we, we have tons of military bases in South Korea, of course. And there's a lot of evidence that the South Koreans would sort of just like it if we leave. <laughs> and that we are largely in the way of there being any hope of reconciliation between the North and the South. Um, it, it, it's, it's brutal. This was, this, was, this was a brutal war. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, 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 that's my very brief uh, commercial on the Korean War. This Crash is what, course this is what in the Korean Tick, War. This is what Tick signed up to be involved in. Right, by choice. I think that it's, I think it's, um, certainly for me, watching this, I think that uh, it is quite clear to me that we can view the Americans here as like the rapist stepfather, in that this is the, they are a predator who is seeking out a dishonest, broken, hurt, threatened country, which will let it do whatever it wants to get what it wants. Right. And I think the mistreatment of the, the casual, all the casual racism, the, the, the uh, GIs, like, I mean, how, how, how brutal is the scene where the GIs are like, like, like yelling slurs and assaulting the nurses who are trying to fix them. Yeah. Who are trying to keep them from bleeding to death. Yep. Awful. 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 And, and, and so, you know, and, and when they, when they heard those nurses out of the truck and you're like, these women are either going to be murdered or raped. We, I, I know how this yep. goes. I, you know, I've seen enough movies. I know, I know what's about to happen. Um, the only Korean women allowed in the camp are comfort women, which is, of course, what the Japanese called their their rape prostitutes. Um, so that's not great. Um, I know. I like that they were like, well, we can't let anybody in because they might be a spy. But, like, we're definitely going to let in women we're going to rape. Yeah, or right, sex yeah. workers. So, like, right, yeah. definitely. Like, there's no question that we are going to get these D's wet. Like, yeah, that yeah, is going right. to happen. Yeah. So... <clears throat> So, yeah, it's I think anything that wants to put some fire to American imperialism and maybe uh, throw a little bit of mud on our rosy recollection of the Cold War is, is probably a good thing. Um, but certainly it's worth noting that that, that the, we never, st- you know, maybe on some level, maybe we never maybe we were always doing things like this. And certainly we haven't stopped. And if anything, we've gotten better at this. Like more uh, facile at it, you mean? Yeah, I mean, in the way we have bases everywhere, and we uh, impose our will across the globe, and and even even things that are like Matt that that seem like complete clusters, like the handling of Afghanistan and Iraq, has enriched the private sector and allowed for, you know, spooks to do spooky things all over the world, and uh, by which I mean like the CIA and stuff. Um, you know, like it's we we bestride the world like a colossus, but we're also like a massive. It's like a mass a massive pedophile rapist colossus. You know, it's not. Mm-hmm. Not 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 the shining city on the hill. It's a it's a it's a creepy it's a creepy van on the hill. Right. Well, and I loved the theme that's like like de- definitively spelled out between uh, Jiha and her mother uh, about trading. Yeah. You're trading safety and um, and f- like familial trust for status. And you kind of mm-hmm. don't care either way. And I sort of feel like that is true of a lot of what we do in war. We, mm-hmm. we go, or like the kind of how we paint war. Like war is about honor and spreading democracy and, oh, no, we're the good guys. But like, <laughs> what does that, what does that get the people that they're occupying? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we like to pretend yeah. that we're just kind of liberating all these people all the time. But mm-hmm. 
that that cannot be so. We know that because the idea of living in an occupied country is scary to Americans. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. No, we're spreading freedom. Yeah. They hate our freedom. Yeah. And I, and on a oh go ahead. To that note, I do think that this story threads the needle, making it clear that uh, it's Jiha, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Jia. Jia. That Jia is a victim, both of her stepdad, who was mm-hmm. a pedophile and raped her, like definitively right. victimized right. her, definitively a villain, but also her mother. Like, I think her mm-hmm. mother, you don't get the sense that her mother was like, come here. Okay, so here's the deal. I am going to go to a shaman and I am going to give you the spirit of this nine-tailed fox so that you can kill your stepdad when he raves you. Like, that is a violation, too. Her mother forced sure. something into her, you know? Yeah, no, Which now yes. is her. I, I don't right. know. That that was an interesting thing. I, wa- I want to know more about it. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of get the sense that, or I think from a narrative perspective, it feels better that uh, Gia is like, is still herself, but this is, but she's also this fox spirit. I mean, I mean, maybe, but remember, we explicitly know that she has no memories of Gia. How, how, hor- how, how great, I mean, great. Yeah, no, that was a what chilling a, what scene. A, what a great horror trope it is that the little girl that this being is supposed to be, she only can recall by having perfect recall of her rapist's memories. Yeah. That's yeah. that's chilling. That's 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 horrifying. But you know, right, she does yeah. she remembers nothing. I I guess what I, I mean. I think I think I think the little girl is gone. Like I don't Probably. I think that I think that Probably. Um, you know, when 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 Gia takes her hundredth man or whatever, um, that like the body will like theatrically burst into flames or like the spirit will be free. But like little right. Gia is, ne- is never coming back. No, like she's gone. And that's an important uh, and that's an important part of this violation too. like the mom just cannot accept that things have changed in a way that cannot be fixed and cannot oh, be put I, back the way and, that and, they were before. Right. And there's definitely, you know, um, I'd like to dig into maybe the themes of monstrousness. But I think also just the the story of the uh, or or the story of Gia and her mom and the fox spirit also kind of, I think, can can also be interpreted as just a story about family trauma or sexual abuse where you have a child that is changed or damaged by abuse that happens in the home. There is deep shame. It's secret. We have guilt. People knew, maybe they didn't know, how much did they know? How much, you know, how much looking the other way happened? You know, you keep it internal, you try to resolve it. Was it worse worse for them when it was happening, or is it worse for them now that that it's over? Right, right, right. Yeah. And and now the child is different. I mean, it doesn't have to be a child, but now the child is different. Can you still love that child? Is that child still the child? Yeah. Um, you know, when will when are you going to turn back to your old self, which which is, of course, like the self before the things I did that allowed you to be, quote unquote, broken? I guess that's what I mean when I think it's they're the same person. Like, I don't mm-hmm. I think from a narrative perspective, definitely the little girl can't come back. But the little girl can't come back anyway, because mm-hmm. she was fundamentally changed when she began being sexually abused by oh, sure. right. her right, stepdad. Right. So, like, I think the transformation um to the what is what is this fox spirit called? Oh, the um the is it is it Kumiho? 
Kumiho, yes. Kumiho? I apologize yeah, in advance not, for, mistrans- I, for mispronunciation. I, no disrespect intended. No disrespect intended. Yes, just just fools. Yeah. Just ignorant fools. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the Kumiho, like, I, I think that that's when that was happening. I mean, yes, definitely her mother called upon a person right, right, right. In this, to transform in this story. her daughter. But I think right, it would yeah. be the same sort of result either way. Sure. Sure. And and we see that. I mean, I feel like this is all over the place, right? I think a lot of traditional cultures, um, on the one hand, certain flavors of traditional patriarchal cultures seem to kind of protect, insulate, and perhaps um, unwittingly promote cycles of abuse like this. But then there's also, you know, when you read about, um, or or or, you know, if you have to therapeutically interact with uh, or get to therapeutically interact with people who have abuse, there's there, there sometimes is weird jealousy there. There's weird. Um, Yes. Weird victim blaming. And and so I don't think I think that really like understanding it, like if you're, you know, if if your child is sexually is molested, you now have to treat them like a, like like they're an inhuman fox spirit monster that must kill 100, 100 men before they can make them. You know, like that's that's bad. Of course, I'm not suggesting that that is that is a good way, a good way to interact with your family members who undergone trauma. But I bet um, I, I don't I'm not especially learned on Korean culture, but but certainly in traditional cultures that I am aware of, um, uh, that, 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 that feels accurate. That's kind of the way they treat it where like, it's a little bit the victim's fault and let's just, let's just maybe kind of stick. Let's, let's certainly not talk about it. Let's just stay away from it because it makes everybody very uncomfortable. Yeah. I think that the jealousy of this is like perfectly done in that a lot of the times when the mom is sort of like overseeing, um, the slaughter of these men, you kind of almost get like a Gypsy Lee Rose vibe. <laughs> You're just like get get on the get on the bed, girl. Like get it yeah, done. Yeah. You know, like well, that that definitely, which is a story entirely about maternal jealousy over mm-hmm. the things that your child can do that you cannot. I, I don't think that the mother is like I'm joyless and sexless, and my daughter is having lots of sex, and then you know, like bursting men into big piles of goo. But mm-hmm. I do think that there is a um, there is sort of a pushy stage momness to her that I I, I thought was very uh, very well done. Like you wouldn't necessarily expect that she could have just been sort of like this hulking specter or this like hysterical like I just try so hard. I thought that the yeah, stage right, momness yeah. of it made it clear that like she is not right, but she is also in pain. Yeah, it made, I, it, made I it possible to empathize and feel for the mother without letting her off the hook. So when you watched it the very first time, uh, maybe you only watched it once, I don't know. But when you watched it and they have the interaction where they're talking about making the kimchi right mm-hmm. and, and uh, Gia throws that huge handful of red pepper or whatever it is in the kimchi and they're like, ah, ha, ha. They're, they're like being kind of cute and familial and playful. Yeah, with each other. Yeah. And she says something like, uh, the mom says something like, I didn't write it down, but something like, you know, the only way to restore honor to this house is to bring men home. Mm-hmm. And, and and I was like, wait, is this, is this, uh, is there a, this is, I mean, this, I'm such a rube, right? It totally works on me. I was like, wait, is that like a mistranslation? Or wait, is this like a sex work thing? Like what, men? Shouldn't it be a man? Like, I, I get it. She's like, you got to get married. You got to get, you got to get fixed up so we can like move up in the world. Um but what did you th- what did you make of that? What what was your thought? Were you you know because 
the mom has both mess or both uh, pushy mom, but also a little bit like she's kind of pimping her daughter out a little bit energy. Yeah, I think that's uh, why. That's why I like landed on Gypsy Rose. Like, drop yeah, your yeah. strap, girl. Like, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. show show yeah. them what the nice men came to see. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I I <laughs> definitely mom is moving on. Mom, <laughs> I, we should have had a scene like that with the mom, a private moment with the mother, uh, mm. with Uma. Um, yeah, I. I think I thought it was, I mean, like, I definitely thought it was marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I thought she was yeah. more saying, like, you need to start bringing men home. You need to start, like, interviewing husbands. You need to start dating so that, mm-hmm. like, get out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, which, on in retrospect, if you, if you think about it being, like, we need to restore honor to our family, that's, like, very traditional seeming to us, sure, at least sure. our, to my yeah. Western eyes. So it is sort of funny that she's like, go out there on the town. Like, is that was my interpretation of Kinda it. Kind of slinging around a little bit. Yeah. 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 Get your groove back. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely I think that it caused some unease within me. Because you have this scene that's that's quite beautiful. Like, you know, you have these these women uh, making kimchi together and like the mood is playful and it's sort of like pastoral and their mm-hmm. home is beautiful. And so it maybe like hints at the darkness. Like it was also very dark when she was like, you can't ruin this kimchi because this might be all we get to eat this winter. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that I think is the first hint that there's something very, very wrong there. Mm-hmm. Because um, yeah, you're right. like, how could how could these people living in you know kind of this beautiful setting how how are they starving? Why would they starve? <laughs> yes, yes. So transitioning a little bit, I think that I think it's also fair to say that the 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 dominant theme here, or the dominant what it also is about, is say like monstrousness or like being a monster. Whether whether that involves being a you know a, a Regular, regular old understandable monster, like, you know, a godless communist or a, uh, you know, war criminal or a uh, fox spirit who kills men with sex tails. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and and sort of an idea of seeking forgiveness or atonement for your monstrousness or re- or maybe like being redeemed through love, um, both romantic and I would say familial. Um and uh, I think uh, I, th- I think that there's a lot to dig in here. Let's talk about Gia first. Um, you want to lay it off, or I, I have I have some thoughts. Go for it. So I think that number one, how great is it? They do such a good job of kind of they sort of introduce her, and you're like, oh, she's just a little bit like socially awkward or off. She, yeah, you're like, and she's just weird. Yeah, yeah, she's just just kind of weird, and like you know, all the other <laughs> all the other girls in her nursing school class like know how to talk to boys, and she just kind of doesn't. And you know, it's fine. She's, she, 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 you know, <laughs> all she got to do is move, move those bags she's, out. She's got such a pretty face. face some, she's just a late bloomer. Yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. But it turns out that no, in fact, she is a, uh, she is a, you know, thousand year old, <laughs> thousand year old sexual murderous demon uh, or, you know, supernatural spirit or whatever that only has the memories of the men she's killed. <laughs> and, 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 and I don't, I don't know if this is me imposing her, but I assume has like, Perfect recall of the lives of the, you know, eighty yeah. some men she's murdered. I mean, I think so, right? Yeah. Well, actually, it's more like I mean, because at the end of this, she's at ninety nine. Yeah, she's at ninety nine. Yeah. So quite. But I mean, few. like, yeah, but right. That part was a little strange to me because I guess, and I, <laughs> and then now it's my turn to be like, I'm not, a, I'm not an expert in Korean folklore. 
Um, but from what I have read, this is a reinterpretation of a uh, kumiho. Like they're not mm-hmm. generally sure, yeah, speaking. Yeah, they're sort of like these these trickster spirits <laughs> who can transform into anything they want, and it's sort of it's more of like uh, stories about like. I got married, but turns out she's a crazy fox broad. <laughs> like, turns oh, out. Oh, no, not. A, you married yeah. a fox again? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's always like, it's like, well, I got married to this woman, but I didn't. I, I neglected to notice that she has nine tails and also has a face of a fox. Like, yeah, sure. um, what can but, I say, guys? I have a. I have a. I, got, we have I stuff. have a flavor. We have I like stuff. them a little bit crazy and supernatural. <laughs> I like, I like, I like a fox. Um, we have, but we have stuff like that too. Like I'm, I'm thinking particularly of like, um, silkies, like where it's like, yeah, 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 it's a woman, but also a seal and, and they're kind of sinister, but like this, this seems to be like, if you're calling into calling like a sexual avenging spirit that occupies somebody else's body mm-hmm. and like, and lays waste to 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 um to men right in this mm-hmm. case right but could I guess be women as well um I feel so, like explicitly she's I, I can't remember if the deal is explicitly for men but yeah. certainly the way they talk about it, all of her victims have been men she explains it as like this is a spirit that avenges bad men but, like, yeah right yeah, yeah sure like murders bad men but um, it's, it's 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 interesting to me that you bring that up because when you were watching her interactions with with her more popular co- classmate, the young Ja, the one who it turns out is a communist. Um, oh, very. I feel like, yeah, the way hard, those scenes are shot at the beginning, you're like, romance. oh, yeah. Oh, they have one. They have a love that dares not speak its name. And when she touches her hand at yes. the, definitely, I'm just falling all over myself. I'm like, how great was that dating scene and all the Xing out? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that scene was so great. <laughs> so good. Definitely. Oh, man. Oh, just like, where, where she has the conversation with the guy and he still exits her box and you're like, oh, oh brutal. Uh, definitely. Uh, Youngja loves Jia. Right. Like, but I, I don't definitely. know if it's and I don't know if it. I, do you think it's romantic? Because, I mean, I also feel like it's almost just I, here's what I think. <laughs> Instead of like me trick you into making me tell my point. I think that she discovers love of maybe even just like a friendship kind of thing with 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 young Ja in that she is kind of learning to be human and a real boy no but that you know the mother is shunning her the first person who shows her kindness and love is young Ja, and that allows her to kind of actualize and decide that she doesn't want to be a she doesn't want to just be on a murder spree um right to dedicate you know, and, and, herself full-time to murder and again, like, is it is who know who is, is it just friendship? Is it something deeper? I I don't really think it matters exactly. But it do, I, I, I'm it just saying it doesn't. It's shot as if it's romance. Right, I mean, right, like yeah. you're shot. You're shot. Yeah, it's shot as if they're. You yeah, know. I at least think. I mean, I think that your read is correct in that we are not supposed to think that uh, Gia is capable of love yet, and she herself says that and says right, yeah. identifies and the mother. That. The mother has told her that. Yeah. Yep. And so I and. and all of her, all of her interactions, like the way she practices talking to talking to dates and things like that, mm-hmm. and like kind of her her interest in Judy Garland, especially, but like sort of mm-hmm. that um, that 
like like musicals and and very overblown expressions right, the- of of romantic love that's like happens instantly like all musicals do like i think all of that's supposed to suggest that she's like a bit of a bit of a, a naive creature she right, doesn't really right. understand the world which i thought was sort of strange because she's supposed to be this like vastly ancient spirit. So although it's... although we, maybe we're misunderstanding this because remember when she talks to the that 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 sinister shaman magical lady at the oh, end. Oh man, I love basically, her. Basically basically she's like, "Hey." <laughs> she's like, "Hey. I know you care about all this mortal BS, but none, but of, none of that matters. You're going to this is going to happen to you like a thousand times before you're done here." <laughs> You know, so maybe she's just a little baby fox spirit, and this maybe. is her first. You know, yeah. maybe and, and maybe actually, there isn't. Is a, maybe there are many uh, kumihos. There isn't one kumiho. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and how long do you think she's been in this body? Like, do you think that, like, well, I think she killed the stepfather when she was a child. Right. So right. And like, so and she's, she's probably like eighteen, twenty. So probably like ten right. years. Right. Yeah. So that, that, that's what I thought too. Because, I mean, they say she can take the form of a beautiful woman. I mean, I'm not sure that this is probably just me being overly complicated. But is there a read where, you know, like all of this has happened in the last couple of years? And just, yes, now she's an adult because that's the shape that Kumio. But then this has to be sharing the body. So I agree with you. I think that she's been she has been basically subject to being frozen out by the mom for a decade. Yeah. And nobody Probably, is nice to her. She, and she's weird and she doesn't know how to how to do things. Do things. Well, she's also she's also coming of age. Like I could see yeah, yeah. I very much doubt the mom was like, "Well, now you're eight. I saved oh, yeah, you it, from being raped. Now you need to go find other pedophiles so you can start working on your body count." So she might not have been like I mean, but but maybe. But maybe. Cuz right, she sees this 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 is an inhuman entity who doesn't have feelings. Yeah. Right? Well, the mom has like weird. I mean, I mean that's that's so bleak, weird, right? Like then. Yeah. But then you're like, we got to get. But 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 then if you think about it, if you are, if you're leveraging your kid this way, where you're like, we're gonna put an avenging spirit in her. Let's get that avenging spirit out as quick as possible. How many men can we lure in? Yeah. I'm just <laughs> saying, know? much easier now than probably sure, was when sure. she was a kid for a lot also, of reasons. Right. Yeah. 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 For but you gotta you gotta like worry about like the cops and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And. You get the sense. I feel like when she she says something about how the Americans are just like the Japanese, you got to figure that they were probably subject to abuse by the Japanese soldiers. Probably there are some set Japanese soldiers in that body count too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I uh, loved I loved those scenes where you see all of the memories. Yeah, yeah, I, I did too. Especially, I it's so. I mean, even that that guy she brings home from the bar. Which, I mean, if we're you and I are probably just making it unnecessarily dark, but like probably that was. As good as the sex probably is for her when she's you, doing the murder, I think you know, that's it's, definitely it seems, what's implied. Like she does not enjoy yeah. that. No, right. No, but but you know, like it. It seems like it's yeah, right. But it seems like it's mostly consensual and like he's not like hitting her or anything. So, right. It's I, just I, passionless and joyless. Like right, it's right, it's it's right. a job, it's, and her fun. The fun for her is the memories <laughs> and right. B- invading like, his and, orifices and with her tails him. and then popping him like a like a like a water balloon yeah yes that's but, the but, fun part yeah but in some sense how bleak are the memories and not bleak like the memories that guy has is being a child having his own children or, or, or being a child i think getting married right and then mm-hmm. having his own children and then yelling on a mountaintop because he is he's climbed this mountain and like his memories are kind of good you know like he's not a 
that guy at least didn't see we didn't see anything that told us that that guy was like a horrible person or anything and, and we I see like the highlights of his life yeah, yeah and then and, and he's gone yeah and, i think that's intentional and i think it's yeah. supposed to show also i think that echoes sort of like the brutality and idiocy of war that like you know, yeah, we the, think the, of these people as just like cannons fodder, basically. But like each one of them is individual. Each one of them is human. Each like sure. all all of them have these memories. If every time you shot someone, you had you like were imbibed with all of their memories. Um, yeah. You, yeah. You, no one would go to war. Hopefully. <laughs> that sounds hopefully. like the plot. That sounds like the plot of a anime or manga or something. Right. Where it's like, I guess again, here I am being like Korean plus Japanese. But no, they had like. Every man he kills, he retains all of his memories, learning their fighting techniques, but also. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if you replaced it with kissing, then it would be like a, like a very sentimental Hallmark movie. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Although she says she's like, I have I have killed, you know, right, yeah, 98 right. men or I think it's 99 at that point because Atticus is this is like right after. Yeah. No, yes. Yes. That dude. Um, yeah. She's like, I have killed 99 men and I maintain most of their memory. I have to retain all of their memories and very few of them are good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, more bad than good. Why? And, and even actually even that scene, doesn't that scene seem like the like, why did you bring? I mean, it basically is explicitly. Why did you bring me into this world of pain, mother? Why do you make me suffer? Why do you want me to be like you? She's talking about being human, but also like, isn't this just like every like when you're a teenager and you realize that the world kind of sucks? And then you're just like, why Why are you doing this to me? I didn't ask to be born. I didn't ask to be part of this dysfunctional, stupid family that I have to be part of. Right? Like, it's... Yeah. It, it, also very Frankenstein. Is, why did you pitched. make me if I, you weren't going to like me? Why were you? Right. Why did you make me to live a life of pain? Why, sure. why, why can't you love the <clears throat> thing that I am as opposed to try to make me something I'm not? Yeah. And it is the deft touch of of the directors and the screenwriters and everybody that like all of this works on a couple different levels, and it's not especially schmaltzy. Like it's not, it's not you're not just like oh boy here it comes. <laughs> Why won't you love me, mom? Like it because it's chilling. Because also, you know, we know that she's this summoned monster, and, and I feel like in that moment is sort of when I discover yeah the little girl's never coming back. Like yeah. even if even if they kill the hundredth guy, she's gone. Well, it's going to be the, the very mom, disappointing if. If she does, like if she's yeah, no, like but, but, wakes up and she's like, yeah. mommy, like you. Yeah. No, I mean, I think what happens is like it comes like, 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 like playing that out. Right. She gets the hundredth victim. She's free. The mom wakes up the next morning in a house by herself. Yep. And realizes that that the like the wages of revenge and molestation are is shame and isolation and sadness. You, you know what I mean? And like, you know, that like just as just as the stepfather used the daughter, so too did she use the daughter in a shameful, non-consensual way. You know, like, it's that sort of thing. Like, you know, it just ends with her crying and then then implications of suicide. Or, like, something like that. Isn't that how that story ends? Yeah. Probably. There is, for as not schmaltzy as this story is, there is one element of schmaltz in it that I, I don't necessarily care for. Yeah? I don't. So the redemptive power, uh, this, I'm moving into change how we feel yeah, about Atticus. Yeah. The sure. redemptive power of romantic love in this, it didn't it didn't ruin the story for me. I understand it. But I felt like everything else about it felt so real and good and true. And that part to me felt very like flags of our fathers. Like it felt yeah, right, very yes. the kinds of story we like to tell about war. <laughs> 
but we yep. know aren't really real. You know? Yeah. I have never been a soldier, nor have I been a civilian of an occupied country. So I don't really know. Sure. But I think that if... <laughs> but I you have think, a finely honed bullshit detector. Well, but I think that I have, like, <laughs> best friends, and I think that if a dude in cold blood just capped my friends, I would not forgive them. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I would not... I would not be into that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I thought that, I mean, it was kind of beautifully done. And like, and definitely the romantic scenes between her and Atticus are legitimately very romantic. Like far more romantic than we've gotten between him and Letty yeah. thus far. Yes. Um, like the scene where he, where he, where uh, Uncle George, sainted, wonderful yeah, Uncle right. George. It, yeah, is it, is it amazing? summer that shock be... for them. Yeah. And then he's got that pink flower. I mean, like that is like a, that is a super romantic date. Right. But, but yeah, I, I'm picking up what you're laying down though, because also that's also deeply corny, right? Because we are supposed to think that Atticus, who is, and, and indeed, right? He is just following orders, which is a defense that always works and no bad person has ever used. Mm-hmm. We just saw him like shoot not even her friend. He shoots like an innocent woman, like just some random nurse. Yeah. We find out later that he was, that he at least was uh, very right. involved then, in the torture. Of no, her and then was in on the torture where they're like yanking her teeth out with the pliers. And then, and then it is implied killed her. Now, did Atticus do it? Was he just there? It kind of doesn't is, matter though, right? right? Right. They make him more. This isn't, this isn't just, I feel like in a, and I think this is a courageous choice. But, like, yes. in most other shows, what they would be is it would be, like, Atticus, he, he thought that he was signing up for a grand adventure. And then he just witnessed a bunch of really deeply messed up stuff. You, you know, where it's kind of like he's there or I feel like Vietnam movies are full of these sorts of scenes where they'll be like, gee, guys, maybe we shouldn't rape these villagers. You know, like, like yeah. I smoked a, a bunch of ganja. And now I think everyone's Jesus Christ. And I don't think we should do any. I don't think we I think we should just leave my light completely do you alone. Think, right, right. Do you think yeah. maybe they want us to go home, guys? You know. But yeah. but in this they, they well, make him or they, or they could do it. There like, is the blood Westworld on his way. hands. Yeah, they could do it the Westworld way, where it's like he's the one man who's honorable in all of this. No, he's yeah, not. He's, like he's yeah, not right, yeah. any better than any of them. And you know it's you kind of know it's going to happen. Like when when his commanding officer's guns jams and he's like, all right, uh, get over here, private. You know it's going to it has to be because he's not. We've yes. not seen him yet. Right, yeah, yeah. But we know it's going to happen, and then to. You expect there to be some sort of scene where, like, he has to, like, steal himself. And then he's like, all right, doing my duty. And then shoots him. But he doesn't. He's just like, yeah. No, he just, like, shows up and kills her. Yeah, has yes, no yes. problem doing it. It's awful. It's awful right. to see. Right. So it's so it's weird. That, and, and I understand that the, they're trying to do kind of a hard-boiled thing where it's like he did all this. Ter- he did terrible things and then he regrets it or whatever. Well, but and also like, drawing parallels between the two of them. They both are murderers. Right. But I don't know, man. It... <clears throat> It feels weird that 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 we are to understand that 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 that, that is Attic- where Atticus is coming from to him being like, oh, I'm so frustrated that my glasses are broken. Maybe this cute Korean nurse can read me the end of the book that yeah. I apparently oh. already already know and will correct her, oh, her recollection I of hated that part of their love story. When he was like, <laughs> would you read this book to me? I was like, 
do you see what's going on in this ward? You are lucky these women don't poison all of you. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. like yeah. you guys treat these women terribly, and they are trying their best to help you. Like, well, I mean, just, you're, you're, I mean, I mean, Mary, we're saving their country from communism. The least they can do is, is smile. Everything about it was gross. And give us sex. As much did, sex as we can have. I did like that she is a movie person. Like, you know, as we've gone through. Yeah, a movie through, buff. Like, yeah. Everyone yeah. has kind of their thing. Like, you know, all the men <laughs> preferred, have. Preferred media. <laughs> right. Like, all the men have, like, different genres of books they like. And then Letty is definitely, like, scrappy girl adventurer who's a who's a takes photos like that's yeah she's a shutterbug yeah she takes she takes pictures she's a shutterbug average shutterbug yeah (laughs) she's a shutterbug um and then this woman loves movies that's her Mm -hmm. thing so i did like that she was like i saw that movie uh the ending is the ending totally wastes it it's so good (laughs) it's so good and the fact that she like ruins because like from her perspective I was like, get him. Like, get him with that petty, get that petty, get that petty energy. Yeah. You tell him how that book ends. Good. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it ends this way, and it's shit. <laughs> yeah. I hate, like, the book up until the end is great, and then, then the ending ruins it. So now the whole all, book all is the, ruined for you. All the parts you haven't read are bad. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like, there are good parts ahead, but then at the end, it's going to be completely undone. So any enjoyment that you've had thus far... <laughs> about to be crash and burn buckaroo. Yeah, yeah, so good. So good. But then but then the, the fact that it kind of like bonds them together. So I didn't really buy it. I didn't I didn't yeah, hate it. I want them both to be redeemed. They are both characters I I care about more so oddly enough her than him. I mean like I care sure. about him only insofar as he is the main character of the story and he facilitates my enjoyment of other characters in the story like Letty or um Hippolyta, or like you know anybody else, basically <laughs> anybody who's not him, no, or Montrose, except, except for Montrose. Right. Well, um, Montrose might be coming. I don't know. I might come. I might like Montrose by the end of this more than I like him, depending on how the characters get developed. But I definitely think we're connecting. Like it also, I also feel like I dislike Atticus's reaction to Montrose, Montrose murdering. Um, that mummy spirit, right? Because he's also a violent murderer. Like you don't have a leg to stand on. Like that makes that yeah. domestic violence scene even worse. Honestly, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Yes. Like, and, like at least, mm. at least Montrose, like, like they're they're equally bad in my mind. Like there's nothing that makes what Montrose j- did okay, and there's mm-hmm. nothing that makes Atticus sh- like shooting innocent civilians okay in cold blood without even caring like it's a right. similar energy right. yes so yes. get off your get off your high horse atticus jeez i think i mean i think if this episode has a thesis statement which i think it's we've both done monstrous things but that does not make us monsters which yes, i think which, so. which you're but, like yeah yeah sure but like i'm not sure i really believe that <laughs> well i just want to be like gee like you are an ancient spirit who is like not probably human strictly speaking you don't right. know how humans are you have to live and maintain the memories of everyone you killed like atticus doesn't even remember what your face looked like and he sprayed a woman's brains all over you like and and indeed was about to shoot her Right. Yeah. Remember, yeah. he, had he no, puts has a gun on no her and then memory. young yeah. Jaws just like, no, it was me. I'm the spy. Like, yeah, because I'm in love with this woman never, next to me. Yeah. Never to be seen again. You know, I 
I, as we're talking about this, I'm, I'm starting to wonder. You know, maybe do you think that you think you could have a read where um, Jian, like Young Jia, is her is her friend, maybe someone or is 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 her beloved person and the person who shows her kindness and kind of looks out for her. That is removed. She no longer has a prop. All she has is the cold, uncaring mother. And then this guy who's kind of nice to her. And so she's kind of now she kind of imprints on the guy because he seems to be nice. And maybe she can also like get get love from him. Do you know what I mean? Like get like, yeah. you know, he can, he will replace the hole that that young Jaw was in. But yeah. and, and so then if in some sense, if Gian had a loving mother, which is which is ultimately where this goes, if because Gian's mother is like, yeah, kill that dude. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um. Um, but if she had support and love and was in many ways more human or was afforded, how about like was afforded the courtesy of being treated like a person, she would never have fallen in love with Atticus and she would have murdered him. Probably. Yes. You know, that like this is <laughs> right. like the it it, it it can be a like hack, like two broken people finding each other in the world, which is indeed the kind of story this is. But also it's just kind of like, uh, you know, she she's 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 a fox monster (laughs) yeah well and at the beginning so before i saw this episode i knew this was the episode where we get to see atticus's um we we get to meet the woman from the flashback from episode two right and we get to see atticus as a soldier right right and i was like either that woman is a secret korean wife or Atticus did something, did a very bad thing that impacted that woman horribly. And yeah. I was really vindicated to find that it was, in fact, both. I was like, oh, okay, okay yeah. Would, would you say this, though? So this makes me hate the episode that will not be named even more because that scene is baffling, right? Like, she busts out in, like... Fatigues and, like, right, fights fatigues him to the ground. And has, like, a pistol and a knife or something. Yeah, and is like, I'm going to kill you. Whereas, like, what we actually know happened is he falls in love with this woman. They find each other. They they find therapeutic love with one another. He promises that he will never leave her no matter what. Right, right, right. Even then, when she basically is like, by the way, I am a fox monster and I have nine tails. Right. Then the nine tails come out of her orifices. They invade some of his orifices. And he's like, "Get!" and, and indeed, right, that, that is freakish. I, oh, I, that's I, horrifying. Yeah. No. Right. Like, like you know, if, if that happened, I think he is allowed to freak out and the whole like, get away from me, which is right, which does put to lie. But, you know, I get it. But yep. like having seen that. I don't think my worst nightmare of that woman who then also like told me a bunch of weird prophecies and to like not go home. I don't think I would imagine her like 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 trying to trying to trying to get me like, uh, you know, like, no. like, like she's a gorilla I mean, you would insurgent. Definitely, you would definitely <laughs> dream about the nine tails. That's what you definitely right. would dream about. Yes. Right. And yeah, you definitely so that, that dream scene about is even even more baffling. Yeah, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. I, I would say it's even bordering on racist. <laughs> like, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I, I keep I keep it's misleading. I, I keep... It's misleading in a way that makes me feel very uncomfortable about what they're trying to say with that scene. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially because I'm trying to reach for a metaphor and I keep being like, it's like she's the Viet Cong, which is indeed the way that like in yeah. in the American culture where like we just sort of conflate Korea with Vietnam. <laughs> Yeah, it's all lumped together. No, but exactly. Like, I mean, you know, those wars where we did terrible things to East, to East Southeast Asian yeah. people. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. We didn't even update our. We didn't even update our slurs. We just carried them right over, as evidenced by the man who was yelling. I mean, maybe that's not true, but definitely that is what I, this episode led me to believe. Because 
I no, have no, so, studied. So, I have studied so, the, the Vietnam War, and that guy's yelling a bunch of things that they called the Viet Cong. Like, so I, so I uh, looked that up because I was like, "Is uh, are the words they're using historically actual, accurate?" And the answer yeah. is yes. And indeed, you probably know this, Mary, right? That like they called people zipper heads zipper because heads. of because of the pattern that was left on their faces when they ran them over with jeeps. Yeah, horrible. That's like the. <laughs> That's like the most hateful and brutal, like, yep. You know, I mean, that's not that's not even like it's dumb. It's dumb, and, and it's not even like stupid race science stuff. It's, that's just it's infantile, and it's and it's so brutal. Like, there's yeah, no escaping horrific. that. Yes. Like, yeah. What you're talking about is what you're talking about is you're you're making fun of a horrible way for that for you that you're killing them. Like, that's right, terrible. Yeah. It's like coming up with a yeah yeah it's. It's not even worth trying to come up with some sort of laughable other alternative. Yeah, it's just it's just shocking in its horribleness. Yeah, I mean, it'd be like during World War One if they they referred to the enemy soldiers as tree decor because when you shot them with cannons, they shot up in trees, and then you got to watch them rot for months. No, exactly. Yes, yes like yes, it's yes. like, so like that. Hu- human pinatas because they blow up when we hit them. With yeah, bats. like you it's, know, like it's, it's just like it's very it's very Mortal combat, but like. Obviously, very real. So that should be horrifying to you. You should not and, say and, that. And, and even if it wasn't a thing, it was like a meme that was common enough that it became a common slur that we can all now tear whenever we want to watch it. I also suspect. I mean, it might be. I'm giving none of these people benefit of the doubt because the things that we did definitely in Vietnam are inexcusable, and there's no reason to think that we didn't do equally terrible things in every conflict we've ever been in. To be honest, sure, sure, right? Sure. Yeah. So, like, there's no, I'm, there's no benefit of the doubt that I'm giving any of these soldiers um, for what they did and the the horrible things they did to people and called people. I wonder a little bit if because the word zipperhead is not has a horrifying meaning, but in itself is not like a like a knee jerk reaction slur. I wonder if it's more used in Vietnam media and apparently Korean war Mm -hmm. media because it feels relatively safe versus using something. um, Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like more steeped in racial hatred. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They're not just dropping N words here and left and right because, you know, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I, I I don't know. Cannot speculate. Yeah, but I didn't even, know, even, okay, I didn't know even it was that, a Korean even War thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. Even that feels even that even that is weird too then, right? Where it's kinda like, well, we'll just we'll put this in. This is like a safe one. Like Yeah. <laughs> I, that's just wild speculation on my part. Um, wild speculation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you, when you read Vietnam literature, it's there too, so I don't like war literature. I so I mean I think it was common enough. Um, and also it's like slur, so of course it's hateful and disgusting and gross. Like, I don't know. I'm not, I don't, I don't want to give these people the benefit of the doubt. Um. So, okay. So, yeah. So how do you feel about Atticus? Is, is he, so, so anyway, so it feels goofy to me though, that like, he's supposed to be like kind of, kind of dopey and like his, his reason for going off to war is something like I ran away in books, but then that wasn't far enough because my dad was abusing me because I wasn't who he wanted me to be, which is weird because like Montrose doesn't want anything. Like, what does Montrose want? What what yeah. bad thing is 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 sweet little bespectacled Atticus oh, doing that isn't what Montrose? You know, right? I know his memories of his memories with him and his mom are like very cute. Yeah. Um, I don't but, 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 but know. Anyway, I, I but, you know, and then it's just kind of like he like goes it. off to war for reasons. Yeah. Why couldn't he have been? I mean, like, 
<laughs> why couldn't he have been drafted? We even we even his uh his his Korean American buddy even kind of kind of punches this like I got drafted, you know, I I and and I don't, you know, I am I am mistreated at home and I'm mistreated here and I don't fit in and we are used yeah. basically like we are cogs we are cogs ground up in a violent system. We are parts of this machine that we can't in you know. many ways, it makes him very much like a classic, um, like a, like a, pro- so the Korean War, um, there's way less media about it than sure. there is about the Vietnam War, but they're both problem wars, right? We don't get to sure. feel good about ourselves uh, when, you, right. when you watch movies about them. But very, I would say Atticus is very, I mean, he reminds me of Charlie Sheen um, from Platoon. In Platoon. Yeah, no, no, where, for sure, for where sure. Where basically you're like, he's just like kind of a cipher. Like he doesn't, the things he does impact you and the way he interacts with people changes how you feel more about them than you feel about him for the most part. Mm-hmm. Sure. So he's like kind of like this del- like delightful vessel that like the audience can sort of follow. I mean, like you called him like a video game character initially. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. that that's still basically true. Um, mm-hmm. But like, but all those people also have like, not very good reasons for going to war. Like, it's like, I was just a mixed up kid who wanted to find myself. So I decided to join the service, which maybe is true, but also feels a little bit like, I mean, come on now. Like we have an example. (laughs) We, we couldn't come up with a good reason for this guy. Yeah. It feels feels a little lazy. Um, It feels a little lazy. I mean, at least he could say like, it wasn't, it wasn't far enough. Like running away in books was not far enough. It's not like I could go to college. Like Yeah, right. Yes. Like there's no money for that. Plus I'm black in like Jim Crow era America. Plus right. like, you know, like I, I think that they they need to make some connections of there aren't very many options. This this yes. seemed like the best option and they seem sort of stubbornly not doing that. Yeah, I don't really yeah. get. With, yeah, no, no. I I agree with you 100%. It's 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 a little bit weird and we know that Montrose like the re- Montrose is Montrose mad at him because dumb that he went to war and I, right, right. That's, that, I agree that he's with him. like sort of selling out or like fighting yeah. for a country that hates him and you're like yeah, yeah. and indeed like maybe that, that I feel like in a different kind of movie that would be one of the things that he would discover while over in Korea and being made to do terrible things that he is being you know, like just like he is not seen as a true person at home he is ground up and used as a soul you know I don't I have no idea if any of this is true but Within the fiction of the story, you could even say, of course, they're using the minority soldiers to do the dirty jobs of executing people. And, you, you know, right, like, you know, the, the white soldiers make the black soldiers dig the graves for the people they've murdered. You know, that sort of thing. Like, I mean, that again, has to be I, inherent. I, 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 thought- again, I don't know. I don't know if any of that is really true. But within the yeah. within what we've seen in the show, you're like, oh, yeah, that would totally make sense because of the way that's the kind of story these are. Um but but if 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 Atticus knows that going in, or at least has people, even if it's just his drunk, abusive father, being like, you know what, man, this is this is a terrible idea. Yeah. Uh, even if he was just like, I did it because my dad didn't think it was a good idea. That would yeah, at right, least yeah, be yeah. that would at least like hit something where you're like, okay, yeah, yeah. sort of a sort of a get it. we never agreed on anything, and I and I knew I was right. Yeah, I kind of yeah, yeah. Right. Whatever well, he said to not do was usually the right way to go. So. That last point about um, about like white soldiers making uh, minority soldiers do the dirty work actually it's beautifully yeah. into my first Lovecraft. What well, the first thing I Lovecraft did about what do you this. what do you Lovecraft? 
So I don't think that they really hit that note. Maybe I missed it if they did, but I feel like they kind of have this sort of like rainbow of American humanity, right? That's displayed. Mm-hmm. And they're all kind of equally bad. Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't think, you know, like the Korean American guy is not any nicer to uh, Gia than the white guys who like whistle at her, right? Like right, he's right. just and, like, yep. <laughs> and also, and also, isn't he the guy who's translating at the execution? Yeah. No, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yes, I mean, there's, there's not nobody's like let off the hook here, and I think that's really good. I loved that that we can see yes. sort of like so we've had sort of a a tight view on how. Um, white supremacy and imperialism in America leads to violence and prejudice. And then we zoom out and we see, oh, no, we act like that all the time. And it's like it's like inherent in being an American. Like if you drop if you drop these people in other places, even if they're spat on and shit on by the folks back home, they like fall in line and act just like this <laughs> elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wh- the white supremacy is carried forth everywhere. Yeah, and you could replace that scene where you've got the soldiers like you know um, stalking up and down that line of nurses on their knees, like preparing to shoot them, with like a cop and a bunch of kneeling black people, oh, and it would absolutely. be the same damn 100, thing. One hundred percent. I mean, yes. I think that that's what they're they're calling out. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I thought that that was very clever and like a good a, a good thing to do at this moment um, t- to really kind of call out like how deep seated and, and bad this problem is. It's not it's not something as easy as like, oh, well, like all the races. I mean, we've seen that this hasn't worked. All the races are going to die and then we're going to be fine. Like everyone's going to be fine again. It's not right. that America itself is built on these premises and like we will never escape it unless we decide we're going to dismantle what we think being an american is yeah yes yes i agree yes love it i mean i'm gonna be real i love crafted pretty much pretty much everything especially the parts that don't have anything to do with atticus yeah yeah no like uh gia is like an amazing character um and and i think it's i think it's kind of sweet that she comes that that the mom comes around and says something like which isn't like i will bear the burden for my daughter like yes she she accepts her that she in the end and i think the fact that we talk about mercedes in uh in uh the count of monte cristo gia and atticus are not gonna end up together like that's you know Oh, yeah. The end of the story. This is not this is a love story, but it's actually about Gia basically like discovering love or discovering that she is worthy of love and maybe a little bit forgiving her mom. And the mom also maybe accept accepting her and realizing that she is wrong. Right. Well, I hope that they spin it so that uh, Gia gets her own gets to do her own thing. I think and I and I don't think there's any reason to think that she won't because they're doing a really nice job. Like Letty is not important because she's Atticus Atticus a squeeze. She's yeah. yeah, she is important because she's a great character and actually I would much rather see her versus almost anyone else in the story do stuff. Like I like I want more we just the Gian and, and uh, uh Letty. Letty team up. Yeah, I think it'd be great. Ruby um, can be in there too. Yeah, I love Ruby too. Um, my my, um, so I always have like kind of a serious Lovecraft and then sort of a flaky Lovecraft. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, my flaky Lovecraft is I love all the vintage, gorgeous coats these women wear. I love that oh, pink yeah, coat. Yeah, yeah. 
that uh, Jay wears. I really love that blue coat with the white fur collar, which is like mm-hmm. just the right mix of like, I love all the furs at the end. You kind of get that like foxiness, like the, mm-hmm. sh- the shaman is wearing fur. Her mother is wearing like expressly mm-hmm. like a, it, it's, it looks like a fox fur coat. And then you've got mm-hmm. her in that big fur. Oh, gorgeous. I loved the clothes. Yeah. Very pretty. Yeah, I so yeah, so I liked um, I, I liked what you liked. I like sort of anything that's gonna train some fire on American imperialism. I like that, and I think that I mean, in some sense, this this like you said this you said this as well. But in some sense, this is a show that is about racism. But this is a show about systems of violence and oppression, and it's kind of cool to see see the internet <laughs> Lovecraft Country International. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect and, it either. It surprised no, no. me that they went yes. here, and it delighted me that they went here. And, and in some sense, this this was great. You could watch just that. You can watch just this episode, and it is a satisfying, you know, hour mm-hmm. and change of TV. And and I and I don't know that you need you don't need anything else, yeah. uh, which is cool. Which is cool. You could show you can show you can show this to people who wouldn't even want to watch Lovecraft Country, and they would like it. Like you know, it's kind of a mm-hmm. it's just something. I did make the mistake of reading some like IMDb reviews. <laughs> Oh god. And people there was I saw a review that loved this episode and it was like, you know, 8 out of 10 or 10 out of 10 and they were like, I just think it's good that they moved away from all that racial and racism stuff and just told a story about, you know, about horror or something like that. And I was Do you like, I think those people are I mean like I know now that the, <laughs> did definitively they watch the answer the Yeah. Well, definitively the answer to that question is no, they're not. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. when I read stuff like that, I'm like, are they kidding? Like, here's how a, can you enjoy this show at all? Like, why? What is maintaining your interest if not this? Yes, yes, yes. Well, this really this becomes it's like a Rick, like the Rick, like a Rick and Morty thing where it's like, wait, this thing that I like is my favorite episode, the favorite episode of all the racists who watch Lovecraft Country. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah. okay, um, so, I think that's purely happenstance. I don't think you need to internalize anything about yourself. Yeah, that. yeah, no, no. So. I'm going to do hatecraft because I bet we hatecraft the same thing, maybe. Oh, okay. I, I so I kind of hatecraft. I love and I hatecraft. I, I, I don't like war criminal Atticus. Not because I, I think it's good that they don't let him off the hook, that, that, that the bad thing he did wasn't, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, kind of weak sauce thing. It might be. It might, This might be good. But I also kind of feel like it's a little bit like Montrose being a murderer and Ruby sodomizing a man with a shoe, where it's just kind of like, are where are they going to go with this? Yeah, and are we supposed to think that this is fine? Like, like, do they think that this is fine and settled? Are we going to come back to this? Am I too much of a wimp? You know, am I am I by the standards of the of the writers like kind of being kind of a wimp, like a little like oh no, you know, it, it like I. I want this to have consequences because this is bad and makes me feel upset. Uh, and I don't, and, and, and because, you know, the show's not done, I don't know if it will. And if it doesn't, that feels bad. I, I feel like if this is the last we ever hear about, you know, Atticus doing war crimes, I, I, I don't know that he has, er, I don't know that he's earned redemption. I don't know. I think this, I think this has can to come back earn? and haunt him. Yes. Yeah. Can you earn redemption? No. You know, from, from, from doing something like that? I don't think so. But, but 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 so anyway. So what I hate craft is like not quite trusting the writers to handle this. But I mean, I've, I've been pleasantly surprised. So maybe 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 this is maybe I'm maybe I'm fret, maybe me fretting is what they want me to do. Yeah, maybe. I so 
that I agree with that. That is not that was not my main hate craft of this actually. Oh, interesting. My main hate craft of this is I don't know. I first of all, I don't know. They may have had people who live in Asian women's bodies in the writer mm-hmm. room. Sure. Helping with this. Uh-huh. But there are parts of this that really make me squirm. I think Americans in particular have very degrading ideas about Asian women and romance and sexuality. Sure. Yes. And there's kind of two parts of this. And the first one's a little bit like flaky, I would say. Mm -hmm. But I think the second part is pretty legit, which is this is some of the most explicit sex scenes we've seen all season. Right. Like. Yes. Yeah. And. I think the other sex scenes we've had have been very protective of the actors. Um, mm-hmm. Generally speaking, they're not too exploitive. Um, they're titillating, but like they're like like mostly mostly these people are covered up for the most part. Sure. And I just can't help but wonder: Would we linger over uh, Gia's naked body this much if she wasn't Korean? Would mm-hmm. we? I mean, like we see, we see basically her completely nude in sexual situations for a lot of the runtime, right? Yeah, yeah. And I understand that, like, her whole deal is that she's the sexually avenging spirit. So, like, <laughs> you know, there's going to be some sex, and we're going to mm-hmm. have to see it because that is the murder of, like, right. that is that is the action and the horror. Mm-hmm. But like. I don't think as Americans we need more examples of like an Asian woman seducing a man and then having dispassionate sex that she's clearly not enjoying and like looking dead in her looking in her dead eyes. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like it made me feel uncomfortable. So that's and maybe that's just maybe I'm like not as sex sex positive as I need to be for this or or whatever you want to whatever however you want to say it, but I, I do feel that strongly. Additionally, and this is this is, I think, the real hitter. We know these two are not going to end up together. We know that Atticus and Letty are endgame. Like we know right. that as the audience. So there's sort of this like Madam Butterfly South Pacific garbaggio about this that is like very inherent in like white, especially white people, but Americans in general, I think, understanding of. Men going to war, being an occupying force, like the, the idea of a secret wife, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, or even the conversation they have where he's like, well, my points are here. I can go home. And he's like, you should come with me. And you want to be like, hey, dude, how about you stay with her? Right. Like, what do you have to go? You had to come here because your home was so bad. Why aren't you right, staying yeah, here? Yeah. Why are you moving with this mama? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, we, we know because because the Americans are going to turn the country into kind of into kind of a terrible place until the yeah. economic miracle in the 60s happens in Korea. And even then, they're still going to have autocrats until 1987. So Atticus will be, my my reckoning, 48 years old. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? So like and, and, yeah, or yeah, like yeah, memoirs yeah. of a geisha is very much this. No, no, no. Have, yes, yes. There's a we have, there's we, like a terrible trope of we these have a lot disposable of, we, yes. Asian subservient Asian women yeah, playthings yeah, yeah. for for American men. And I kind of hated that they went there with this. I mean, or like, I think they're going there with this. Like, I think I mean, that we I mean, know sure. she's going to she's going to die or go away. Something convenient for our, right. our, our, our like mated couple. You know, no, Atticus got to lose his virginity. Which, which also hilarious. How many? How many, I've never seen a. Sh- I've never seen a show with. with I mean, this many virgins. Like, this, yeah. this many adults who are like, this is my first time. 
yeah, agreed. <laughs> Purported thoughts. But um, uh, if I can push back just, just a tiny bit there, I would say that in some sense, though, the, I think that maybe they are playing with that trope, but I don't even know if they're subverting it, but it's clear what Gia gets out of it. She's not just a little like, you know, oh, I'm just your little Asian wife. You right. know, also, it does she, not seem like she's going to she, she's not going to go out without a bang, which is usually what this is like. That's like the right, Madam right. Butterfly story is like, well, I'll leave you. Yeah. Be but, now. but just to say that that right. I think she no longer needs Atticus either. like that, like maybe even the idea that like Atticus would be mad, like like Atticus's dream where she jumps out and tries to murder him in, uh, in mm-hmm. the second episode. Yeah, she's not. Pine- I, I don't think she's pining for him because he was like a step along her journey to actualizing and finding love and being loved and being deserving of love and deciding that she does not want to be human, but she doesn't want to be a, but she also doesn't want to murder people as a fox spirit forever or, or whatever. You know what I mean? That like, yeah, they're good. Like, well, I think they're good. They both, they helped each other and yeah. they're good with it. She's I, not, she's not, you know, how I feel about it will depend on what they do with her next. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. And, and yeah. who, and who lucky number a hundred is and how so, that so, gets done. Yes. How that Would happens. you be, how would you feel if we never see her again? Like, this is the story, and that's that's it. And she maybe continues to have adventures in Korea, and she... Ne- How would you feel about that? I mean, I think we deserve more, and sure. I think she deserves more. Spin-off. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Lovecraft country, Korea. I don't think that there's any... It didn't occur to me that this might be the only time we see her. I don't know how I'd mm-hmm. feel about that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just spitballing. But yeah, you know. Or uh, how would it make me feel about this? Part- it would make me feel that they're Madam Butterflying her. It would make me yeah, feel okay. like she's just she's just kind of like off on stage left. She's sure. in Korea, sure. so it doesn't matter like what happened. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. think I think it wouldn't be like a hard like. I think what's going to happen is I think she's going to somehow somehow meet up with our heroes. It's going yes. to cause friction for Letty and Atticus, which is going to make the audience sad. Um, and this is going to have a sad, it's going to have a bit of a sad. I, I don't really care because like, I think I, I would just as soon just watch like Letty do her own thing, but yeah, right. Yeah. I'm not as, com- I, I suspect that they want me to be more committed to that relationship than I am. Sure. I mean, like I'm, I'm happy for it the way that like normal red blooded Westerners who are, who are used to seeing stories told a certain way are like it's satisfying to watch your leads fall in love with each other. Yeah, yeah, it's like narratively satisfying. It's a, right, it's a good shape. It fits. Right, but I'm kind of like, okay, so now Atticus is like is like domestically violent with his father, and he's committed war crimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get get out, girl. Get out. Run yeah. away. Yeah. Why do you think that you're? Why do you think that you deserve to be with this firecracker? Like I I don't know. I mean, especially just... because if we if we take a to take a sort of the bad reduction as or a, a reductive approach where it's kind of like no no but then he had romance with the with the naive but somehow more experienced Korean woman and and her love healed his war crimes and made him good again. <laughs> yeah. No. She sexed all the all the all the evil out of him. So now all he can the... now now he can go back and have a real relationship with a real American person. Uh, yeah. After experiencing, you know. Also super terrible. Yeah. Yes. Also super yeah. terrible. Yeah, I, I I think that they're gonna have to they're gonna have to give us something really satisfying. Um, so who's there. she gonna? So, okay, so who do you think she's gonna kill? Is she gonna kill 
the evil cop or is oh. she going to or will she be the convenient way that you dispose of um of uh christina is it Chris, christina of uh of ms braithwaite i think it's christine christine yeah Kristen, Kirsten. <laughs> no, but will will she will she Clarissa. will she eat? Yeah. Clarissa she... explains it all, and by it all, she means she makes some force fields. Right? Will she eat? Will she will she eat the bad magician? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I really. I mean, I think obviously we're gonna get to see her k- take her hundredth victim and see how she ends and see like what happens right. after that. Yeah. Um, Apotheosis. There I'm are, just saying, I'm just saying there are kind of her, only a limited number of like bad guys that she could potentially do right. that to. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I kind of hope she doesn't have to have sex with any of them because none of them are good. But yeah, maybe she can just maybe those tails can just fly out at any time. <laughs> I don't think so, though. I don't think so. That does by not the, seem the, to be what's way, happening. By the way, by the way, by the way, did you did you jump on your couch and scream when the tails came out of her? When her eyes yes. rolled up in the sockets and the tails came out? I did not know. <laughs> I did not know what a kumiho was, so I did not. Yeah. And me, and I don't know. Maybe if I did, I, I still wouldn't have recognized it necessarily. I definitely thought she was going to turn into a giant spider, and I was like, going to yeah. nope right on out of that situation because I do not. I feel yeah. about spiders yep. the way Indiana Jones feels about snakes. They are not for me. Um, I. I that's okay. The second time I watched it, I was like, one, two, three, four. Yep, there are nine. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. But I know it was a very good episode. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's kind of unfortunate that we always end on sort of like our, our uh, what quibbles. What do we hate? Maybe we should, should we change it? Should we hate craft and then love craft? Eh. Eh, I mean, I thought the episode was very good. <laughs> yeah, um, I did too. I did too. This, I'm this glad that the great. curse is over, and I'm excited for next week where it's Hippolyta's uh, journeys through space. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like, right, I'm just calling it now, this is going to be, they're going to try to do um, uh, John Carter of Mars, but without all the weird Confederacy stuff. Although, watching the, did you watch the Up Next Week mm-hmm. kind of stuff? Yeah, I think they're, I think, I think we're also going to maybe get some, like, Wonder Woman Amazons, maybe? You know, her name is I mean, after yeah. all. She's queen of the Amazons, so one would yeah. think. Right, right, right. And then also, did you see what's, what, there's this that weird stuff where she kind of looks like she's in a, like a, she's like a. Vegas, like a showgirl or something, like yeah, kind of stage? a Josephine Baker sort of deal. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's like time travel based, which I'm interested in. I'm, 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 I'm here for it. <laughs> Children, do you have an interest in time travel? <laughs> Are you like myself interested in space? <laughs> um, I, I have high hopes for the next episode. I think it's going to be good. Awesome. Well, join us next week, all of you out there in. Singles land. No, what do we call our fans? I'm just so used to talking to the creepies. I'm so used to talking to the creepies. I don't know. Join us next week, loyal listeners, when Hippolyta will get her moment to shine. We hope. In an episode that will be awesome, we hope. Will the hot streak continue? We hope. What is uh doesn't Lovecraft have something that's deep? What? Deep like deep ones? Is deep ones a things? Yeah, the deep ones are the uh, are the, like. So the should we call ones. them the creepies and the deepies? <laughs> the deepies. <laughs> we can try it. <laughs> the deeps and the creeps. <laughs> the deepers. You deeper. I think the deeps and the creeps are the way to go. <laughs> Lovers, crafters. <laughs> hey, hey, crafters. Hey, singles. <laughs> All you singles out there. All you sexy I mean, listeners. Let's just agree. Let, let, 
this is this is this is this is bad nerd shaming and pandering, but I bet that like loving HP Lovecraft and maybe being, let's say, a bit of a nerd in high school and maybe a little bit less lucky in love. Uh, pro- pro- probably that goes together. Mm-hmm. Probably. Thank you for listening to Lovecraft Singles. You can always check us out on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, however you listen to podcasts. You're listening to one right now, so I assume you have a regular <laughs> method. Um, you can always, and on any of those platforms, generally speaking, you can do at least one of the three things that I'm about to list. So you can subscribe to us, you can rate us, or you can leave us a review, and we would appreciate if you would do any and all of those actions for us. We also have a website, outrageousmechanisms.com slash Lovecraft dash singles. Um, you can check us out there. And we also have some other podcasts. You can listen to our, our uh, the master podcast, the big podcast, the Creepers, <laughs> yeah. there as well. Awesome. Well, Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>